Oh, she must have been. Damn. Yeah, she was dating Springsteen yeah, in the 80s. She's like, she dated Springsteen in like 85. That's when the ass still looked good in a that, That's when he was like, oh man, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> Wait, whose ass, Dennis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's ass. Bruce Springsteen, man. <laughs> Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club Podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host here. Bow, bow. <laughs> hey, it's Dennis Rooney, everybody. How's it going? What's up, Mike? Oh, yeah. Got a good one today. We got a real classic. We're doing a summer of classics. And it continues rolling right along, episode 168. Follow the pod on Netflix. On Netflix? On Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast. You can follow me, underscore Mike Tui. Follow me on Instagram. It's my only social media, at Dennis Rooney 7 the number seven. I wouldn't write it out. That'd be way too long. Beautiful. We got a guest this week. Let's, let's, let's bring him right in, Dennis. What do you say? Ladies and gentlemen, it's George Gordon, stand-up <laughs> comedian. I'll throw in podcaster because I, I know you've done a few now. I'm a podcaster, yes. Yeah. Like oh, wait, people. you're doing one. You're doing the record one, right? I'm doing the record one. I also have one called uh, No Season 2 Podcast. Nice. Which is coming out in a few weeks. It's about TV shows that only lasted... One season. Nice. You got a favorite one of those? We're watching uh, My So-Called Life right now. Cool. That only got one season? One season. I thought people loved that one. Uh, Rewatch it. It's parts of it I'm like, I see why this is only one season. Right, right. It's tough, too, because so many shows, like, they don't find themselves to the second season anyway. Sometimes the third season, you know? One of the strange things about My So-Called Life, a little segue into this, is that there's, like, it's weird to have a TV show in which two people on it become uber famous. Who were the two? Jared Danes uh, and uh, Jared Leto. Oh, Are Jared Leto like, was on a television show? Yeah, it was like that in, space in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand how old that guy is because he looks... He's he has an empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't aged in 30 years. Yeah, he's a vampire. More yeah. Or <laughs> God, that one sucked. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I tried to give it a go. I fell asleep about twenty minutes in, so it tells you how bad it. We did it was. for the pod, and it was what? Talk about work. I need to listen to that episode. Which, oh. which, uh, what movie? Morbius. Oh, Morbius. Jared Leto Oof. playing the. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't I go back. Watching, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because the whole... you hear how bad it is, and you're like, it can't be that bad. It's a Marvel movie. It's yeah, like millions and millions. Of it can't be that bad. Right. And it really is. Yeah. I don't know what number episode, but if you want to go back and check it out, Morbius, we had a, a big comic book guy, and he's really angry with the movie, so it's a pretty good listen. Who was yeah, it? Tom- it Tim Thompson? Tim Thompson, yeah. Oh, he tore that one anew. <laughs> Two new holes in its neck. Yeah, he's one of these guys who knows like the canon from the can uh, from right. the, from the books. Yeah. So he's Maybe like, I won't listen to that episode. <laughs> you can honestly skip it. You can honestly skip it. We were so tired of doing tra- bad movies that we decided for the summer, summer of classics. Yeah. So we've just been banging out. We did, this is our second Sean Hughes movie? Uh, yeah, at least this summer. Yeah, because we just did Breakfast Club. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bow, bow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby, there it is. After faking an illness. First of all, you know the movie. You don't need me to say the goddamn synopsis. And if you haven't seen this movie, turn this podcast off and go watch it. Uh, after faking an illness to sip, skip school, popular teen Ferris Bueller enjoys a fun-filled day in Chicago with his girlfriend and his uptight best friend. You could say that again. And his uptight yeah. best friend. I've never met a guy who's that person. You are this guy, Mike. No, I'm Mike, not. this is you. I know. You're Alan Ruck. <laughs> You're crashing dad's car, dude. Dude, Cam... I mean, I was just trying to figure out the whole movie. It's like, all right, he's riddled with anxiety. Yeah. Right. That's clear. But some of these things are like, I don't know, no one acts like this, some of the stuff he does. Also, when he's on, when he puts him on the spot, he comes through. 
yeah. the voices, the yeah. the calls, Ugh. being responsible, getting down in the backseat. Like he's not going to be the one that's the reason why you get caught until I guess the end when he when he f- am I him? There is. <laughs> Dreams of being Ferris, right. but really they're actually Cameron. Yeah, oh, most people man. are Cameron. Yeah, At they, best, you're Sloan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At best, you're just hot and along for the ride. Yeah. Nobody's really Ferris though. He's Nobody's just ever been he's Ferris. Golden Boy, like to the max. Yeah. So, so I was trying to think uh, for a while in my head. I was thinking Ferris Bueller is essentially this is what I came up with. It's Bart Simpson with a moral compass. Okay. And that was a big thing in the writing of this movie. There was a lot of scenes cut, and they were cut because it made Ferris seem a little nefarious or a sure. little, like, too shady. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, John Hughes wanted someone specifically who was charming and who was not going to make the audience feel like, oh, this guy's kind of, like, up to no good. Yeah. Because he's not. There's no real, like, Ferris never... The worst thing Ferris does in this movie is he asks the guy in the garage if he speaks English. I was like, Ferris, Jesus. What country do Pull you think this is? Yeah. Uh, and then the look down the barrel. <laughs> they put 2,000 miles on a car in like a couple hours? That's pretty good. Miles, yeah, like 180. Oh, I, I did the math. There's like 100 because he had 126 and then it was like 301 or okay. something like that. Okay. Um, there, is a, there is a Reddit thread and some things on the internet that are basically saying that Cameron and Ferris are the same guy. And it's almost like a... Uh, Tyler Durden thing? Yeah, like a Tyler Durden uh, fight club thing. Interesting. That like, uh, which to me has never made any sense. But like, there is a theory out there. They're the same guy. And it's, you're actually living out Cameron's fever dream of wanting to be Ferris. Right. Whoa. So Cameron is... <laughs> <laughs> People have too much time on their yeah. hands, man. Well, I do love, the, I do love the, the conspiracies and the theories where it's like, no, the director, what? <laughs> like, yeah. well, no, no. But it is fun to do that because in my head I can see Ferris like grabbing Cameron by the lapels and being like, I dress the way you want to dress. I fuck the way you want right, to fuck. Right. Like having that speech from Fight Club. Damn. Meanwhile, the director probably spent more time washing off that shoe with a hose of the principal. You know what I mean? Didn't care for that, huh? <laughs> no, I just mean it, the the director had no intention of this crazy storyline where the two of them are a split person. Yeah, one no, one represents realistic. That's just people on the internet, having right? Fun. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I, but I could kind of see it. They yeah. are two sides of the same coin in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like uh, I I entertained the theory for about two seconds. So I was like, yeah, all right, never mind. Yeah. No, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't fit. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't work. You know what I wanted to see was the uh, the comeuppance. I wanted to see his father come home and the car's trashed. Yeah, you always want that. I kind of want to see watch that. This movie. Also, calm the fuck down. Like, how bad? <laughs> yeah, I was like, we've all had like some sort of issue with our father in some sort of way in which like sure. a, it's like it doesn't. It's like it, it happens. It's like you're if you grew up with a dad, you're, you're gonna have the and nothing you can punch your way out yeah, of. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but that's that car is like one of a hundred. Yeah, you destroy, like, destroy the car <laughs> and the garage. <laughs> Yo, if anything, Cam's reaction is in reverse to the movie. Exactly. At the beginning of the movie, when he's done nothing wrong, he's at his most uptight, and then by the end, after he's like you said, a one in a hundred car. Yeah. That he spent three years. You know what I mean? The one thing his dad should be super uptight about. Exactly. He destroys the windshield or something. But and then he gets real zen about it. Yeah, if it car. was just beating up the car, that would have been like bad enough. And it still would have been heavy. Right. But when that car goes out the window, it's tangible. Yeah. I mean, I would have killed Cameron if that, if that, yeah. that had been his dad. It was like, I'm going to kill this kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's going away someplace. Yeah. What is this tool that just holds up a whole car? A lift. It's a lift. Yeah. yeah. That Just that little, it looked like a tripod. Yeah. It's a piece of metal. 
Yeah, I guess no, that car's light, dude. Yeah, that car doesn't weigh uh, anything. All right. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know his dad has a lift laying around. Like you said, it's like which, a fucking car museum the guy lives in. Yeah. Cameron's sure, room sure. looks like the sharper image in 1994. It, it does, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just looked like the thing was hanging from a bumper like this little... Uh, well, clearly it couldn't take too much more pressure than yeah. what it had on it. And he, you know, to be fair, he kicked it about six, seven times. Oh, Fer- Ferris could have stepped ass, up yeah. a little right. bit. It's like, hey... Enough, Sloan dude. tries to. He stops her. He's like, why'd you stop her? Or at least like, all right, beat the shit out of the car. Let me take the cinder block off the yeah. fucking pedal. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're 17 years old. Right. It really, when you think of it, that is, I don't have a lot of shortcomings with this film. But even when I was younger and seeing it on the first time and watching it early, I never liked that ending for Cameron. I liked him being like zen about it and be like, no, we're going to have a chat. But the music with the zoom up on his face right. and the cheesy 80s like smile, like I, I can't stand that. Can't stand that moment in this film. The uh, the thing that that is, though, has driven me crazy as I've gotten older and like listeners know, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Word. Uh, it's a top ten, like all timer for me. Is like the, the, I could they do this all in one day? I think so. Go to the museum. Go to a baseball game. Uh, drive around the city. Uh, go to the pool. Go to the pool. No, I totally agree with well, you. The pool's at his house. The pool's at his house. The second I saw him on a lounge chair, just calling Cameron, right. with, but he's got a whole. He's got his bathing suit. He's got a mixed drink. Just me pulling out a blender. That's three hours. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and what zero I mean? Costume changes. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's gonna be there. He's gonna be home by six. Yeah, he valet yeah. parked a car. Yeah. Dude, come on, <laughs> let's, let's, do the, let's do the math now. Let's say first period is at seven forty-five. Okay. How about the traffic from the parade? That's the thing. The traffic from the traffic parade. Traffic from the parade. Where you get where you get messed up? I think I think you could honestly squeeze a lot of this in, but it's not going to be this laid-back day off. It's like, no. all right, guys, we got to go hit this next. <laughs> right, thing, right. You know? oh, remember they also go to a restaurant. Yes, that's an hour right there. Probably, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The restaurant is tough to be like. Because the museum, you could be like, yeah, they were in there half hour. You could do the museum like, like, yeah. You, you could run through it, but a restaurant, a fancy restaurant fancy like restaurant that. Fancy restaurant during the day in Chicago was like, because the game is after that. And we're, we're, this is the Cubs Central Is Central the game time. after the restaurant? The game is after the restaurant. Oh, man. So the now, game is probably at one. You're a sports guy. Where's the stadium in location to downtown Chicago? Because <laughs> that's where the restaurant was. And Wrigley's right on the water there. Yeah, Wrigley's in the neighborhood. So. Yeah. Residential. Could they have walked there? Chicago's spread out. I don't yeah, know where. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where this suburb is. I, I don't know it that well to know anything yeah. like All right. that. Maybe not possible, but close to it. <laughs> close to it's it. It's fun. And then you got to get home through during rush hour. There's, there's, yeah. there's no way. Right. That's an hour and a half to going home in rush hour. Like maybe traffic wasn't as bad in '86. <laughs> it probably wasn't. <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't actually. But but light enough to. It was also funny to be like not funny, but. The father just driving into the city in that little car. Yeah. Yeah. There's something odd about that. I don't know why. I love the cars. Everything's a square or a rectangle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's, it wasn't, it's not aerodynamic enough, I guess, but they look so cool. Bring it back. No one's interested, Mike. Yeah, that GT California. I'm not it's, a big car guy, but it's just <laughs> when he takes his finger and runs it down the whole thing. Oh, oh baby. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Apparently they had to, the soundest finger made was made by just some lady on the set. Oh, really? They're going like, or something. I, don't know. I don't even know what the fucking sound was. Sloan's like the coolest. She doesn't talk much. 
That's why you love her. She's just hot. Ah, uh, goddamn it! She why she gotta be like that? You said it. She doesn't. She's the greatest. She don't talk. As far as like, yeah, baby, baby, there it is. Oh, she's up there. She's, she's got to be up there. Yeah, dude. Top I just, five. I just meant despite the fact she doesn't talk that much. No, I hear you. She you actually, know. I'll agree with you on that. Where she doesn't have that many lines, but she has this like elegance about her. Me and Miss Sarah A plus. Yeah, yeah, she's she, in on it. She's mature. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, shout out to Brooklyn. She's from Brooklyn. Yeah, she is. I seen that. Yeah. and so like. She's also a junior. Yes. Cameron and and uh, Ferris are seniors, so she's now, a junior. Now think about the girl okay. who gets handed the pay phone at the at the high school. Yeah, that's a How, freshman. Like, that's a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like her, that freshman compared to Sloan is like miles. Right, dude. right. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Sloan's like a grown ass. Sloan's making faces at Ferris's dad, just like oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, oh and, right. And not like seeming like a schoolgirl, but that zoom zoom in then on sick youth. That's a great laugh. That's such a fucking good moment. Yeah, uh, I love when she kisses Ferris when they pick her up at the at yes. the school. That's so, so funny. That's what it's like in her family. It's so good, especially this principal who's so paranoid about Ferris and paranoid about the whole situation. Yeah. But he starts making out with this guy wearing sunglasses and a hat, and he's Come like, give "Daddy, a kiss." Oh. Do you have a kiss for Daddy? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, Act his name Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, he's, he's Edward Rooney. Pedophile. Yeah, he's pedophile. A, yeah, bummer. He's, he's he's had a rough few years. <laughs> he kept, he kept working, I think, even after they found that shit out about him. Well, but he I was, guess that he, says a lot about Hollywood. Yeah, no, yeah right. that's true. Right? Where it's like, ah, oh, we can kind of look the other no way. No contest to soliciting someone to take naked pictures of her. That was the crime. Right. But then arrested multiple times after for not updating the information. Which to uh, me is like, that's just a faux, that's a big fumble, dude. Just update the information. Keep your head, keep your name out of the headlines. Maybe one time. Maybe you slip up one time. But I think it happened a couple different over the years. Every time he moves, oh. he doesn't do it again. It's oh. like, he just had a worthless assistant. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? They're bringing this up again. You Why are you defending this Mr. Rooney that's so terrible, hard? That's a terrible Mr. Rooney. <laughs> oh, I've been getting that all my life. Rooney. Rooney. <laughs> she does a great job. The secretary pretending to be Rooney for three seconds. That's oh. such a great scene. I love when she's like, it's a sight gag, but it's funny when she's taking the pens oh, the out pencils, of her hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There is not a, like, there's no scene in this movie that's not worth mentioning. No, you know I, mean, what I mean, like, what says on here is an hour and 43 minutes. It feels like it's a breeze. Yeah. And you're hanging out with the three of them for, like, the whole day, which I yeah. thoroughly enjoy. Maybe the worst scenes are the ones where it's Rooney trying to get into the house. That's yeah. kind of gets a little boring. Or, like, not boring, but you're just like, give me give me back to Ferris. That's really what it is. It's not that Rooney into getting trying to get into the house isn't entertaining. We just want to spend the time with Ferris. Right. Yeah. You're right. Did you guys have like a Ferris in your school? Some Nobody kid who's just, just like the Ferris. shit. I think I knew more people like Charlie Sheen's character, like uh, <laughs> high school drugs, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Charlie Sheen's hair was intense. Dude. Yeah, it's like yeah. coming at me. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't he look for up too for long. Two days before that scene, allegedly, to there, get the look. There's like a ton of great cameos. Like, how about Chrissy Swanson with one scene? My best friend's sister's boyfriend knows this girl that went to with yeah. this guy. It's so fair. It's passed out of 31 flavors. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> Thank you, Simone. I knew, girl, there, I knew plenty of girls like that. I knew lots like, of girls like that. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> Big smile on their face. Yeah, and, and uh, Ben Stein is also a great cameo. D-O-O economics. Voodoo <laughs> economics. <laughs> Did anybody catch John Candy? Yes. No, wait. Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson, yes. Oh, yes. Louis yeah, yeah, yeah. Anderson. Louis Anderson, yeah. 
Did you hear the story behind that? No. So, again, there's a lot of scenes cut from this movie. That's another scene in the movie I love. That's like the, the singing nurse? Yeah. yeah the, the nurse the, who <laughs> like, likes stuff. The I, fuck, suck, I don't know. We'll never know. Vulgar uh, yeah. nursery rhymes. Yeah, I guess yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a thing at some point. Oh, it's still a thing. Come on in, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fucking uh, Louis Anderson is there in 1986. That's a big name. That's a big get, isn't it? In 86. Well, he was fat then still. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why? What, when was he huge? Was that the time? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, he was definitely huge in the 80s. And he, he was, was definitely a star by, maybe not a star, but he was, a, he was a name by then. The story I read is that he said to the nurse before the take, you better fucking get this right on the first try because I want to go home. Because apparently he had lines that got cut in uh, favor of her oh, singing the wow. song. So Louis Anderson gets his feelings hurt. This poor mm. other woman, who the nurse, who's probably not nearly as famous as him. Right. You better fucking get it. Louis Anderson cursing at you? Freak me out. Yeah. Yeah, that would be strange. He, yeah. I mean, he's got he's he's in coming to America a few years later. So he has, he's got an interesting little 80s run. Right. He's also... A top comic in the mid '80s. So. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's just the comic uh, weight alone. Oh, yeah. Now you got me doing it, Mike. What's that? Comics weight alone. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I wrote this down, so I feel like I need to say it. Sure. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, dickheads, wasteoids. wasteoids. <laughs> that was my crew. The wasteoids. Damn it! I can't she read it. She says dickheads. One oh, dweeb, dweebs. dweebs, dweebs, and dickheads. They think yeah. he's a righteous dude. He's a yeah. righteous dude. Righteous dude. There you go. Rooney eats it. Right, it. It's written on the uh, school bus. I think all those groups were in my high school, but I don't think there was a group that was like the dickheads. <laughs> it's just, I, mean? I think it's just a funny line. Yeah, right. it is a funny line. She, you know what? There probably isn't in the school. There isn't a clique of dickheads, but at the staff knows who the dickheads right. are. You know what exactly. I mean? Like even the assholes like Ferris Bueller. I, I was uh, thinking about 80s movies before I came up here. Is this the best 80s movie of all time? Well, I know Rooney says this is the best John Hughes film. Yeah, this is my favorite John Hughes movie. i never seen 16 Candles, though, in fairness. It's not going to beat this. It's, it's not, not going to beat this. this. Also, yeah. parts of it have not aged well. Yeah, I bet. Like, it's just a little rapey. Most oh, of this. Okay, all right. The only thing that maybe hasn't aged well in this is, do you speak English? And uh, Cam watching her change in a catatonic state. Right. But she takes it in. Again, Sloan, coolest trick in the world. I'm not embarrassed. Both. Uh, and I, like, you want to see these titties again, Cameron? Yeah, they're not great, but even in the movie, they're both like things that weren't great. It wasn't like that was acceptable behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like Porky's probably came out a couple years before this, where they're literally like spying on girls. Sure, in the right, right. So this is still very tame. Also, also does he like first. look in the camera when he's like, uh, "Is like, what country do you think this is?" And Ferris is like, "Oh, right." Ferris, yeah, <laughs> Ferris looks at the camera like, "Oh yeah, I'm kind of being an asshole by saying that." Breaking the fourth wall. What's your favorite fourth wall break? Ooh, someone else does it at one point too. Looks down the camera. Rooney does it just at the end, I think. Okay. Just uh, at the end, I think. I like the scene with the uh, with the Mater D. Is like, one, you can never go too far. Two, if I'm going to get busted, it's not going to be a guy like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> doesn't describe, doesn't call him some, just as a guy like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's Abe Froman, the sausage king, king of Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> uh, I don't know which one I would pick as my absolute favorite, but I noticed one this time that I had never noticed before. When Cameron is giving the spiel after they realize the miles aren't going backwards, but before he does it, he's yeah. giving this whole spiel and he's losing it. And Matthew Broderick is staring at Cameron the whole time, but a brief moment he just looks at the camera and glances down like, oh shit. 
Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I never noticed that one before. That one, I really enjoyed that. That might have been the one that I'm referring to. That you're thinking about? Yeah, that I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. realize other people were doing it down the camera. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. The uh, it's the whole movie is, is amazing, but my favorite scene in the movie, in fact, that resonates to this day, I even quoted it to somebody. It was Cameron's in the car. It was like, I'll go, I'll go. He'll just keep calling me and calling me. And, call- yes. <laughs> and he just screams. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> and the shot of him jumping up yeah. and down through the window because you're expecting to get, they, they set the shot and you're like, he's going to walk back to the car and sit down. That's funny enough. He don't even make it to the car. He just yeah, starts bugging out, and you see him like throwing the keys. <laughs> it's yeah. it's one of my favorite scenes in the history of movies for me. I John think. Hughes wrote this in a week. Yeah, which is crazy. Really, bumping out like eighteen pages a day. He kept a diary about it, Damn. like how much he got done. And so there's so much backstory to this. Charlie Sheen's character used to be friends with Ferris back in like fifth grade. But he had a tough life at home. That's why he eventually turned to drugs. Ferris feels guilty because he never helped him out enough. More oh, stuff wow. about Cam's parents. There's more stuff about Jeannie. It's very, like, fleshed out. But when you, you know, we know as comics. Was how that all shot, too? Or that was just uh, from the story? I don't think. There story. was some stuff that got shot and some stuff that got dropped before they filmed, I'm sure. But, like, you know how hard it is as, as comics and creatives to kill your darlings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you do it, though, usually it's the right, you hope it's the right choice. I think this movie is not ruined, but made worse if any of those scenes get added into the film. Charlie Sheen's character is a standalone little funny thing. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know too much about Cam's dad. We say we want to see Cam's dad bug out on him in that conversation, but we really don't. If we see that, it changes, it changes a lot the, of the movie. It changes the tenor of the film. Yeah, for sure. it changes yeah. the whole tone of the film. Right. John Hughes, fucking an hour and 45 minutes. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, there's not like a weak scene in this, really. Well, well, Parade took a little bit of time. It feels so good. It's so fun to watch. Oh, it's a feel good. I mean, he did. He does do two songs, but it's two songs. He does do, dude. That's right. And you forget. I forget he does Don Quixote. He does Don Quixote first. Call back to the shower scene. Yeah, which which is incredible. I love the women sitting on the uh, sitting on the stage. Is like he does a whole (laughs) like uh, and he points to one of them. Uh, Yeah. About it, and it's like that's one of those things where, of course, you gotta like, can they fit it all in during the day? Forget that. This kid, the fucking paper the next day should right. be like, local teenage boy sets city on fire <laughs> with music, you know, with like with miming a Beatles song. It's just, yeah. just like from the 80s because it's like there's no footage of him doing all this stuff. And it's like, right, right. It's like he catches a foul ball. apparently this is one of the things i read that i didn't know about uh paul mccartney apparently was like uh loved the movie but i didn't really care for the filming of the parade scene with the with the song twist and shout if the song needed horns we would have put it in there yeah i heard i saw that i never want to say i would never say this (laughs) paul shut the fuck up dude shut your fucking mouth and be happy that's not even your song isn't that the isley brothers that's not Paul McCartney original anyway. And it's it's Lennon singing the vocals on it. Is, is it? Yeah, it is yeah of course. Yeah, so, Paul, it's like, also, you see the band. That's what John Hughes said. He's like, well, I hate to think that I offended a Beatle, but you see the band, you want to hear the horns. And it's not like it ruins the song. It fucking works as a parade, you know? Well, yeah, he's lip-syncing that part. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there was a parade going on. Yeah, I the German parade. Yeah, some German soldier from the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Uh, so, there's 10,000 people. So, a lot of those shots, like the guy in the, uh, the painter... Mm-hmm. Clean the windows. You guys know this already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I didn't know that but the though. listeners, not Michael. They're all Michael. they're all real, or like they were just people. Yeah. 
So that, that's shot. why in that shot, there, there's literally 10,000 people. They shot it two Saturdays in a row. First Saturday was the actual German uh, parade, so they got a bunch of long and wide shots. The second week, they got on the radio and were like, hey, if you want to be an extra in a John Hughes movie, come down here, and they got a fucking turnout of 10,000 people. Wow. So it winds up being a huge party anyway. Right. People were just having to be working in the area, window washers, whatever, all these people... Yeah, fucking this guy's shaking his ass up there. Get a quick <laughs> shot of that. You know what I mean? Wow. That was yeah. The other thing too, Broderick hurt his knee running off that back yeah. deck. Yeah. So all the uh, yeah, what do you call it? All the uh, choreography that was for that parade scene. Right. They scratched it. There was a lot of him like Michael J. Fox style on his knees oh, sliding, really? and they had to pu- all that was pulled out. So they just scrapped all the chore- choreography. He was just going I flying by the flying by the seat of his pants there. Yeah. yeah. uh, It's funny that you mentioned (laughs) Michael J. Fox. I heard something on the way over here that uh, Michael J. Fox was the original person they wanted for Alex P. Keaton. Alex P. Keaton. In Family Ties. Oh, okay. So uh, imagine they switch roles. Matthew Broderick and that one. And and Michael Michael J. Fox. Matthew Broderick's in uh, Back to the Future and Michael J. Fox is in... Yeah, that's weird. Shaking with Parkinson. (laughs) (laughs) There was a a couple people that were considered for the role that I... When you read it, you're like, no way. No, like yeah. Johnny Depp. I'm like, I don't want to see. No, I don't yeah. see Johnny Depp as Ferris Bueller. Right. Looking all like sexy down the lens. Just <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Just cut it out. It had to be Broderick. It- Ferris Bueller or Matthew Broderick turned down the role of uh, Johnny Utah in, in Point Break. Oh, wow. That would have been an interesting one. Yeah, because he's supposed to be like an athlete. Yeah. He was, Matthew Broderick was like 5'8". Right. I mean, he's he's good looking guy in this. Yeah, yeah. He's D- Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie was short. In this scenario, does Michael J. Fox end up with Sarah Jessica Parker? Aren't Sarah they, Fox? Uh, aren't they married? Yeah, uh, they? yeah no. Michael J., uh, Matthew Brock's married, too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In real life. Maybe. That's the sliding <laughs> doors. He's sliding. So that's actually, now that you bring that up, that might be, that might make your earlier question more difficult when you say, is this the best 80s movie? Because Back to the Future. Back to the Future is, but... This first Back to the Future, if you had to pick it's, one. It's, Gun to it's, your head. It's definitely... Uh, I, I might have to go Back to the Future. I'm going to go Back to the Future because yeah. uh, I've seen I've seen both of them a tons. Sure. Tons of times. But it's definitely like Duke versus UNLV. Right. <laughs> 1992, yeah. uh, it's no way championship. <laughs> <laughs> what about Fast Times? Does that... Come I close. Seventy nine, I think. Oh wait, no, oh, you're right. 80s. I think it's, it's, it's nineteen eighty. Yeah. It might oh, be eighty. Because I, I always loved that one. That was like the one yeah, I yeah, go to. In it too, so that kind of pushes it Yeah, that was top. fun. Smoking weed. The teacher is a dick. Like, I, just I liked finished it. Reading a uh, high fidelity. I was telling you, I've yeah. seen that movie too. But I, I just read the book, and now I'm thinking in top five lists. And oh, it's nice. like top eighties <laughs> movies. It's like if we already got Back to the Future, Fast Times, Ridgemont High, and Ferris Bueller. You got two spots left. You, you, you'd think you got to throw in a drama or something. Well, also, so many horror movies, too. Platoon gets 80s. thrown around Never as a pretty big it. one from well, the 80s. Uh, for me, like, I would probably throw in just one of the guys. I don't know that one. Oh, this movie's... Talk about top five 80s, babe. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the guys that premise doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, a lot one, of it's, 80s one of, it's one of the funniest 80s movies of all time. It's about this really, really hot high school student... She's like, wants to be a journalist. Uh, and uh-huh. the takes it serious because she's really hot. Yep. She's like, I'll submit my article as a boy in another high school. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. That's good. It's, it's in a, yeah, that, that actress. <laughs> Didn't do much after that, but she had a, she had a run. And it's the first time I actually saw a naked woman in a movie. Oh, Because really? that was the big reveal at the end of the movie. Full? She, yeah, Full oh, yeah. It was like, she takes Whoa. her top off and everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's, 
Oh, not a he's dude. A girl. <laughs> he's a Terry is really a girl. I got one. I got, I got one. GI journalist. <laughs> thank you. Thank wow, you. Wow, the eighties uh, were yeah. wacky. It's, huh? it's, it's, it's preceding decade. What other movies had people posing as the other gender? <laughs> what was the the pianist, right? Sure, the right? Pianist? I've never seen it. I've seen the pianist, right. but I've heard what? references. I've but seen anyway, that. She's the isn't she's the man? It's basically the same premise from like the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they've done it. Yeah, yeah, it's she, been done. She's again. the man. Does she pretend to be a dude? Yeah, yeah, I think she produces. I never, produces I never seen Amanda Pete. Yeah, is it Amanda Pete? Well, I don't know. The, I would always the actress, confuse. Uh, she's the man with uh, love and basketball. Those were two like love story basketball movies that came out around the same time, weren't they? I don't oh, think I've ever seen She's a Man because I was like, oh, that's just like, <laughs> that's just like Just One of the Guys. Right. <laughs> just One of the Guys. I implore you to check out Just One of the Guys. It's one of the funniest movies of all time. All so right, it's a gotta, com- it is a comedy. It is a comedy. It's right. an easy comedy, but like it's... And it's a female-led comedy in the yeah, 80s? It's, yeah, it's like... Uh, I it's bet that's, be a not to be super woke, but I mean, I bet if it was not led by a woman, I'd know about this movie. Or maybe Probably. this movie's more popular than I realize, and I'm just a. It might be a blind spot for me. That, that she was like a total '80s babe. Like she dated like yeah. Bruce Springsteen in the '80s. She was. Oh wow! She, she was she was a smoke show. Oh, she must have been. Damn. Damn. She was dating Springsteen yeah, in the '80s. She's like she dated Springsteen in like '85. That's when the ass still looked good in a. That, that's when he was like, oh man, that's that's the guy. Like, Wait, whose ass, Dennis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who's that? Bruce Springsteen, man. It's just talking about. I don't like Bruce Springsteen's music, but I do like that cover. Yeah, please check out just. It's just guys. iconic. It's so fucking funny. I, it's what my, Atlantic, see, Atlantic City? Things I see, I see my ass. Atlantic City. That, you you know? didn't say the song. You just said the cover. Are you talking about the song Atlantic City? No, I'm talking about the iconic Bruce Springsteen. I don't even know where Born in the USA is, and that's the one. He's got that handkerchief in his back pocket. He's got yeah, his, the fucking covers yeah. his ass. Oh, the cover of the album. Yeah. What do you think I'm talking? You about? You can't stop thinking about his ass. What yeah. do you want from well, me? Now Joyce I have to explain Heiser it. You have to spell it out for you. <laughs> you said cover. I thought cover song. Joyce Heiser's name. Joyce Heiser days <laughs> eighty five ass uh, red red back. Thank red. God for George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keeping this thing on. I'm, the I'm track. also a podcaster. Man. I gotta got to keep it going. <laughs> You were going to tell us before the pod started, and I said, stop. But you were going to say about how uh, Ferris's mom and dad eventually married, they right? They actually become a couple, which I think is kind of rad. That is kind of cool. John Hughes bringing people together. They got divorced, but uh, they did, still yeah. nice. You know the story nice of uh, Broderick and his woman who plays the sister? Didn't they start hooking up, yeah, too? Yeah, Jennifer Grey. And then the car accident? They go to uh, Ireland. He's driving on the wrong side of the road, hits this woman and her Kills daughter. Woman and the daughter, dead. He gets three months of something. Yeah, he they were Probation. he was sober doing, but like people say, like that kind of railroaded his career for a few years because like, so he does this. And what year is this? Eighty six. Yeah, he's in. He's not in a ton of movies uh, in the next few years. Yeah, and then ten years, eight years later, he's in Cable Guy. So, and even that's like a, he's kind of like a like he's holy shit. Nothing, I never nothing resembles him as. As Ferris in the, the movies that come after that, he's the broken adult. He's, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's, he's the broken Cameron. adult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, the two of them talk about riddled with guilt, and the actress who plays she's in Dirty Dancing. I don't know Jennifer Grey. Okay, Jennifer Grey. She basically stops acting after that. She didn't enjoy any of the fame because Dirty Dancing came out after the crash, mm. right? And then yeah, she wasn't she wasn't into it. She didn't enjoy any of that. Yeah. Apparently, she I didn't got, know any like, of a that. Crazy nose job too. So she looks like. If you look Google now, she looks totally different. Yeah, she she, she had like a deviated septum or something like that. But yeah, her nose is what was like what distinguished her from other actresses. Nose and their curly hair. She straightened her hair. She got her. She got a nose job. She looks wildly different. Yeah, that's crazy. Now she looks just like everybody else. Now she looks like just like everybody else. Huh. 
What's her name? Mia Sarah, the girl yeah. who plays Sloan. She hasn't had, didn't have much of a, didn't I mean, do much she of had this. a career, but like. She's in Legend, uh, but she didn't do a whole lot of stuff after that. She was in Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> wow, Time like, Cop. That was the big, after this, that was her big thing, I think. Yeah. Yikes. And, uh, and she pretty much, I'm pretty sure she like kind of just bowed out around 2013. Like yeah. she hasn't done anything in a while now. I like the sister's character in this movie. I like the arc that she at the at the end she helps him obviously. Maybe but, you're not Cameron. Maybe you're Jeannie. But what? <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm not Rooney. Mike just scratched yeah, exactly. his face and gave me the middle finger. He just, <laughs> no, the but move. but what what fixed her or what got her resolved? Like she was kind of a Karen. What yeah, we'd call now a Karen. Yeah, sure. But then she got a little. Charlie Sheen in her, yeah, and then yeah, she yeah, came yeah. around. <laughs> like yeah. that's what you know. It's pretty misogynistic thinking. Well, it's not just <laughs> she just needed a good, they, they you know. Just she some just drug dick. yeah, exactly. A I didn't want to say it. There's a little bit of taming of the shrew <laughs> in the police department for sure. But I like to think it's not just that they hooked up because he didn't. It's not like they just hook up out of nowhere. He starts talking to her the way nobody else talks to her, Drugs. and trying to kind of like make her see like, no, no, no you're the dickhead like you need to you got to live your own life yeah but then it cuts to the mom talking to the cop and they're still talking outside and you see them go from just talking to making out and you're like who knows what we said <laughs> right, charlie right. sheen you know what i mean those 80s parents too oh totally that I love, was i love at the end it was like uh maybe we should just shoot her yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love that line because it's like she's not even a bad daughter but clearly she causes chaos and grief right. and like just a pain in the ass every day, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like to think about what the Bueller household looks like every other day. Not today. Like, when they're eating dinner or when Cam's over, maybe Sloan's over or something. Another thing that I never realized until I read about this uh, uh, movie late earlier today, the dog. The dog is never acknowledged. The dog annoyed me. By any member of the family. The dog annoys me. Why did it annoy you? Be, one, because it never interacts with the family. Uh -huh. Right. So then I'm like, oh, it's in the backyard. I guess they always had a dog. And I, I actually, I almost went back to be like, did they show a dog earlier? Right. And I missed it. Like that dog should be chilling with Cam and Ferris in the kitchen when they're on the phone with Rooney. Maybe, you know right? I mean? But it's like, okay, it's an outside dog. But then later, Ferris is in the back trying to get in. The key's not under the mat. Yeah. The dog isn't there until it's conveniently there. Well, the dog was knocked out by Rooney with the fucking flower pot, which they sh which only happens off camera, but that would not fly nowadays. No, no, no. I, I, for some reason, I always thought the dog was a neighbor's dog. Interesting. But I don't think it is. they got the doggy yes. door, though. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah. the doggy door. So, yeah, the, yeah, right, because he comes out there. They the, got the doggy door. Yeah, so the dog's a little convenient. The dog, yeah. for sure. <laughs> you know, Rottweiler yeah. that doesn't speak to the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the family never... There's no acknowledgement of this dog. No. But also the 80s, dogs were different. You had a dog with a doggy door. It was outside. It's inside. Dogs, dogs weren't that different, though. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Rooney, I never Rooney realized. Rooney the dog out? So I always remember Rooney incapacitating the dog somehow. But I remember thinking, like, did he give him, like, alcohol or something? Because the dog's clearly fast asleep. Did right. he give him a bunch of food? No. Rooney... The flowers get delivered to the front door. You see Rooney walk, pick one up and walk to the side of the house. And the next scene is the dog laying knocked out and the bits of the fucking flower pot around it. Uh, fucking Rooney's uh, knocking out this dog with a porcelain pot. I've seen this movie probably 
top ten more time more than I've seen either in a movie, and I've never noticed that. I only noticed it this time, man. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, Rooney fucking knocked the dog out. <laughs> he knocked the dog out with a He could have killed that fucking dog. Ruthless. Yeah. All to catch this teenage kid. All to catch Bart Simpson. Let right. him rock. So I mean, I Who guess cares? the karma catches up with them as far as the, yeah, the, right. The child pornography. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So maybe be- if you had to knock that goddamn dog out. Beautiful casting. Yeah. yeah. Oh Everyone's boy, did good. they find a creep? Did they? Th- they thought about having uh, I forget the actor's name, but the principal in Breakfast Club was they considered oh, him for yeah. Him. Oh wow, would have been totally. He's not funny enough. It would have been yeah. satisfying to see him get shit on for the mo- whole movie, yeah. though. Yeah, but Rooney is a funny. I mean, take away the pedophile thing, whatever. You know, you want to say fuck this guy, but like he did a good job of balancing the authority figure. He's, he's really good, and yeah. like the dummy dodo yeah. guy who mm-hmm. can't, you know. Like, once my foot goes into that mud trying to break into this house, <laughs> I go, no, it's, it's I go what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Up. I'm going to go. I'm going to take yeah. the rest of the day. Right. <laughs> and he's got his socks in the mud one with one shoe, and then the yeah. other one he's washing off the loafer. I'm like, yeah. this doesn't, how right. is this even right. helpful? You're going to put your muddy sock back in that shoe anyway. Yeah. There's, there's another version of this movie in which you just see what Rooney's day is like. Because remember, <laughs> he, he goes to the, the pizza place. Yeah. Who's winning? <laughs> 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 what the is bears. It? The bears. <laughs> no, he's good. What is it? Zero, zero, zero. Oh, who's winning? Oh, it's great. <laughs> that is so, that is so good. I, I can't see the the the, the principal from the Breakfast Club making that 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 part funny. I see the principal from the Breakfast Club getting coke blown in his face yeah. by the hot girl with the short hair, and him immediately like grabbing her by the throat. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. You can't have that in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, they made a sitcom, or not a sitcom, but they made a show out of this. They did, yeah. They tried to make a TV show out of this. It's uh, you can't have the whole movie ride on the actor playing Ferris and then replace and replace with somebody yeah. else. Also, what uh, what's day two? Ferris just goes to school. No, I mean, it just, <laughs> it's like, where were you yesterday? I mean, the TV show comes out, I think, three years later, and it's basically like just this high school kid who's just cool. trying to get away with stuff. Right. With, and they're trying to remake this. Yes, that and, sounds and terrible. Now, Lewis can't lose. Or. And now in production, and also, all right, so 86, that's 14 plus 23. We're talking like, we're talking like 37 years here. Yeah. Um, for Paramount Plus in production right now, I forget the guys' names, but the two dudes from the garage who steal the car, mm-hmm. they're getting a series, their day off. So what? it's going to be like what they did with the car that day. Really? And I, I, I don't know if it's going to be different actors. I don't know if it's going to be the same guys. I don't know how it's going to work. Three doing it. 300 yes. miles through Chicago. God forbid we write a new fucking story with new characters. Paramount Plus is doing like a bunch of those. Like, they yeah. just did Fatal Attraction told from like the, uh, the female perspective. It fucking stunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're in the golden age of television in a way, but at the same time, I don't need a spinoff series on every character from yeah. your successful movie. Like, uh, you know, I'm not going to watch Ahsoka on Disney Channel. I'm sorry, I love Star Wars. I don't even. But know. I gave up on. Uh, I don't even know what uh, that is. Andor. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not watching all the Marvel stuff. This is too much. Yeah, too no, much. it's like the Marvel stuff is a tough hang. Andor actually wasn't too bad. But I got up to the last episode. I didn't even finish it. Uh, Dude, I couldn't. I was like, I'm not. Did you guys happen to check out the Rotten Tomatoes for Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I did. It's probably high up there, like 93%. You would think so, but it's actually lower. What? Yeah. 86, because that was the year. That's what I'll say. Uh, 82. 82. Isn't it wow. kind of low? That's that is kind of low for this movie. I don't it get like- it. And I know Rotten Tomatoes is skewed, especially for older stuff, because right. they don't really... Mm. Sometimes they don't get the impact of how many people liked it. But like... 
Why? There's, you know, sometimes you understand it because they're dropping a lot of words you don't say anymore, but that's not the case in this movie. I think Roger no. Ebert said this is like his favorite film of all time. I yeah, can't I'm, believe he's got I'm a little too. confused about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, of the Hughes movies from the 80s, this is the one that doesn't has aged the best. Like Sissing Candles or some questionable language and some stuff. Right. That's like borderlines on sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, same thing in Breakfast Club, too. Assault. It was like, it actually is sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I talking about? <laughs> But this is movie is like you're just hanging out with this guy, a guy, his buddy, yeah, and his girlfriend, and they're they're yeah. doing cool shit. Yeah, that shot at the museum is so good. It really it's is. A, it's yeah. like a little acid trip. Right. I yeah. definitely rewatching it. That hit me totally different. I don't know if I just didn't remember or whatever. Cameron's staring at that painting, the, and you're just like, oh, this guy's moved. Yeah, right the little now. girl shouting. The beginning of that too. That you don't even see the three of them. They're just shots of like Picasso right. paintings and Van Gogh and maybe Stephen Pollock, and I'm like. I'm like, what? Are, it goes on for a while. It's like four or five shots. I'm like, where are they? And then all of a sudden, they become part of the shots. Yeah, yeah John, and then he goes into that painting. It's awesome. John Hughes said that he, uh, when he lived around Chicago, he had spent a lot of time he would there. He out there a lot. And he was like, when he got permission to shoot there, he I forget who he said, but he said to somebody, he's like, there's going to be more works of art in this movie than any other film. And I don't know if that was true, but like you said, he jammed him in oh, there, Oh, no. Man. Yeah. I, I, I said, I was like, what's going on? Like, I, yeah. and I definitely didn't realize that the first time you watch it. Yeah. I was young. It's also a great movie, mm-hmm. like... Watching this on TNT as a preteen mm-hmm. and interrupted with commercials and some minor language gets censored, I feel like you got to watch this movie front to back, all the way through, mm-hmm. no censorship yeah. at all. I mean, this is the first movie, that, when I first saw the post credit scene, blew my mind. I was like, you could do that? Oh, yeah, that was like, uh, was like what are you still doing here? It's like one right. of the first ones, I think, if not the first one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the last 10 minutes, him running through the neighborhood... Oh, with the uh, March of the Swivel Heads by the English Beat playing. It's unbelievable. Because I love when he, wa- he runs by the girls. Yeah. It's like, there's like a beat. It's like, hi, my name is Fern. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they don't, they're not like, what's this kid? And it's also, these are like grown ass women. They seem delighted that this kid has yeah. walked up to them. They're like, yeah, shake my hand. Absolutely. What are you doing? <laughs> the cool, just the coolest fucking guy. He's, Ferris Bueller is one of those guys growing up. I don't know if you guys felt this way. But I knew some kids who were very cool, and they were kind of assholes, and they knew they were cool. And then there were some kids who were super fucking cool, and they were also the nicest people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just liked them. They weren't corny. They weren't mean. They were just cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. But they're, you know, we could all be a little more like Ferris. <laughs> Absolutely. He like, even, yeah. like, he's like, I would marry this girl. I'd absolutely marry this girl. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's not even like the, I gotta get laid guy. He's yeah. just the Or fucking, he's just a good liar. Yeah, he's talking to the camera, <laughs> which is like his inner monologue. You know what I mean? Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is hard to pull off, because usually in movies, when people talk to the camera, I'm like, oh, Jesus Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, no, it's all Broderick. Yeah. He does a great job. One of the lines that got cut, and it was in the original trailer, he said at one point, where he's, like, talking down the camera, he goes, and next year, I'm going to be the first kid on the uh, space shuttle. Which is just a funny, he, like, he thinks even, he's like, everybody loves me. I'm going to be on the spaceship. Yeah. Uh, like a couple weeks or months or whatever before the movie came out. Probably weeks because the trailer was already in circulation. The fucking Challenger exploded. Oh. oh, wow. And they pull the trailer, change the trailer, pull the scene from the movie completely, obviously. Wow. Interesting. But interesting. Yeah, small things that affect a movie, you know? Yeah, might as well not have that in there. Yeah, it's like that's not a good enough line. Right. And there's no, Ferris says no other reference. Be the first guy on the Challenger. <gasps> yeah. Sean Hughes is like, why did he do that on that take? <laughs> what did? Because there's also a bunch of improv in this movie. I heard that too. Yeah, the whole uh, yeah. playing it 
self-taught. Oh, that, that's all one improv. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I hear a lot of improv, I assume it's a movie more recent because digital film. They're like, just keep rolling, just right. go again, go again. Right. But when you're working with film and a director is, you know, I imagine they're like kind of stick to it. But I guess John Hughes was uh, letting him freewheel. <laughs> I I liked this scene uh, with the doorbell and the recording. Yeah, but. 100% right You just disconnect The doorbell It makes the right, whole right, thing right. Easier yeah. <laughs> Your whole life's easier Right I mean He went through so Such great lengths For that doorbell Yeah, yeah no, I mean like A lot of the things <laughs> In the movie Is basically like Him using the phone To manipulate Like uh Yeah Like what's going on In like yeah. a, in Other conversations Technology Yeah Interesting and yeah, imagine, the phone, like, the internet, computer. Or, yeah It was like I would have just Shut that all down Yeah because actually The computer With the uh, system The school system And he yeah. Which break, is crazy What was that yeah. That's <laughs> Because do we even have internet? Eighty six? No. no, right. No, no, no. So War Games had just came out, which yeah. Broderick was in, and it was kind of like a little head nod to that. But okay. also just like one of those things where it's like he also has a eight thousand dollars synthesizer that he could easily sell and buy a beautiful car for yeah. with. You know what I mean? But I mean, he's posh Chicago suburbs. I don't oh, want to bring. Sure. I don't want to bring yeah. class into it. But Ferris Bueller does not want for anything. Yeah. You right. Know what I mean, of course. Also, like uh, that synthesizer still goes for that kind of money. Sure. He's just making it snore. Yeah. <laughs> the full circle irony too of the mom being like, "I was going to use that money for the Vermont deal to buy Ferris to a buy car. Ferris a car. Ferris could have gotten the car, but you just went to fucking school that day. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I picked up on that. I didn't either until I, I, you know. Once yeah. I start reading, though, I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, yeah. There's a lot to read on this. People yeah, love this movie. People think he's Tyler Durden. I mean, if we've gone that far. I've seen other slow news day when people were like, oh, let me see if I can disrupt everybody's brain. By that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that opening scene with Cam in the bed, too, is a little wacky. That's yeah. something out of, like, Ex Machina. What is that bedroom? <laughs> that that bedroom didn't exist. That's what I'm saying. His house was such a fucking... He says it. He's Ferris like, he lives in a museum, practically. Yeah. The whole house is super modern. It's, it's cold and dark, and they're it's, not allowed to yeah. touch anything. Uh, <laughs> she's in Decatur. <laughs> she's not <laughs> Yeah, everyone had a full story. There was more to uh, Cam's mom and dad. Sloane's dad got an explanation. Sloane's family got a little bit of an explanation where uh, her dad had ran off with some 25-year-old girl. Oh. You know, no wonder Sloane's putting out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez, there's a lot to this movie. Huh? There was two younger siblings besides Jeannie and Ferris, and you can see them in the picture at the dad's desk when he's in his office. But they realize they're like, we don't need these kids. Like, just cut them out. Kind wow. of completely, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. If you leave those kids in, whole movie gets changed. Because I'm like, Ferris, you got siblings to worry about. All right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, every choice John Hughes made was the right one making this movie, in my opinion. Damn. Yeah. Because sometimes when there's more story to it and things just start getting cut, the movie starts getting weird. Right. Because right. there's like a scene Continuity later on. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Or a character does a thing and you're like, just random. But it's like, no, well, if, if that other scene was in there, it would have yeah. made sense. When DVDs were much bigger than they are now, and I had a bunch of them, I would, my favorite thing, watch the deleted scenes. And every once in a while, you'd see one, like a bunch of them, you'd see, you'd see like, I understand why they would cut this. Sometimes right. you see one, you're like, this is fucking great. Why did this get cut? Yeah. There's only like a handful of movies in which like I've seen the deleted scenes. I'm like, oh, that should be back in there. Right. The Boogie Nights deleted scenes. 
I haven't seen those. Are unbelievable. Oh, I should do that. That's to the one point of my where favorites. I'm like, why? It's, it's like it would have made for like a three-hour movie, but that's my favorite movie of all right, time. Right? Yeah, it's but already. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. The delete, delete scenes of Boogie Nights is amazing. You watch them on YouTube; they're un- unbelievable. Mark Wahlberg stare down the camera. The drug-addled stare yeah, when they yeah, try to commit. That's actually four minutes long. There's, so there's, there's <laughs> one of the deleted scenes is like him in the uh, him and Reed in the studio, like uh, just doing drugs, right? And like giving uh, the stu- uh, Michael Penn. Just giving him shit about something. It's unbelievably funny. I got to see that, it's yeah. It's so funny. Boogie Nights, one of my favorite films. You've seen Boogie Nights, right? One time. I have to go back and watch it. Dude, worth a rewatch for yeah. sure. One yeah. time, and I was, it was a long time ago. Right. It's been out a while, right? Yeah, oh, it's been since 90, 96. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even 96, think I was in high school. I just saw Joyride, and I won't say much about it because I don't want to do any. It's very new still, but really good. Worth a watch. Very funny. It's an end for Very Is that a horror movie? Comedy. Comedy. Uh, I want to see the deleted scenes where this is the end. I didn't love that one that much. I love the scene in which like uh, James Franco and Danny, Danny McBride yelling at each other. It's like, who did this? Who jerked off in this magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't dislike it. Is, that, is Ben Stiller in that movie? I don't think so. No. Oh. Which one do you think of? I don't know. <laughs> Cable guy? Cable it's guy like the guy. end of the world is a group of guys... Well, then there was another one called The uh, Trip to the End of the World, which was Simon Pegg and his buddies doing a oh, bar sure, crawl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. came out kind of around the same time. Community Watch? Was that a movie? That was a movie with, yes. Yeah, maybe yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. a Neighborhood Watch. Around. Neighborhood Watch. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this Stiller. is the end is like Danny McBride. Oh, are they in a hot tub? Uh, Jonah Hill. All in one, hot tub time machine. All in a big yeah. house? Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. This Michael Sarah. <laughs> they're all the same movie to me. <laughs> they kind of are, but I just like the fact yeah. that like these actors are making fun of each other. And I heard that... Uh, Jay Baruchnell and Jonah Hill actually hated each other. So all that stuff yeah. on screen is real. Right. It's like, that guy's a fucking loser. I heard that too, that, that Jonah's like, can be super hard to work with yeah, yeah, and yeah. like a real diva. I believe it. I saw Seth Rogen giving an interview where I think they were promoting that movie and they're like, so who's most accurate to like, the, like who's the hardest to work? And like two people at the same time, Jonah Hill. Like, <laughs> no hesitate, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Well. Yeah, not yeah. a big fan of the Hill. Mr. Well, now Hill. those texts came out. I mean, you can't like him. You're not allowed to. Uh, yeah, he'll be yeah. canceled for about three seconds. Did you watch yeah, his '90s movie? He made he made a movie oh, about 90s. yeah, yeah, I about did. the '90s. Yeah, it was okay. It's fine. I didn't. See it. <laughs> it was fine. fine. The it's soundtrack fine. is better than the movie. I, I, believe, I believe that. It. Yeah, I believe the soundtrack it. is hot. He won't get there. Don't worry. He won't get far on foot. Either you see that one. No, I'm not. I'm not, I, I'm not a big fan of his actually. Of a he's a mid douchey. Jonah Hill or the yeah. director? Yeah, yeah thank God. I haven't liked him for a long time. <laughs> I'm happy everyone's coming around now. I think he's definitely douchey, but I think he's a good actor, though. That's the thing. Some of the, some great actors are real pieces of shit, you know? Yeah. He's really good in the one scene that he's in in uh, Django Unchained. Django that's, Unchained? What the hell's he in? Django I like him better Unchained? in the one scene in 40 Year Old Virgin. You see, that's funny. Too. Can I just give you cash? Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me these? She's like, it's only sold online. Uh, he's um, in Wolf of Wall Street. He plays a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah, but what, what's your gun? What's he in Django? <laughs> he's one of the KKK guys. The KKK guys. Oh, it's right, a very right, brief. Right. Yeah. It's very funny in that. Strictly comedic. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. good in, uh, in Wolf of Wall Street when when John Berthold punches him in the face. <laughs> right. He's like, he's got a gun. Fuck his gun. He's dressed like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was watching some of Wolf of Wall Street the other night, and uh, that scene where he just he's at the party, all fucking quaaluded out, yeah, and he just walks into the room with his dick out. 
God, that prosthetic is huge. Sean Hill's dick goes down to his knee when he comes out on that. I, I let her give uh, give me AIDS. This is such a great line. I let her give me AIDS. <laughs> no, he's yeah. like, uh, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street is one of the funnest movies of all time. I'm excited for the new one, the uh, Killings of the Flower Moon. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. That does look funny, though. No. Yeah. But it looks good. From the book, motherfucker, the book. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what's that? What's that now? That's going to be the new Scorsese, I think, in oh. the fall. Yeah, the, the, the trailer I've watched many times. That I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about the next Fincher movie, The Killer, I think it's called, yeah. with, uh, I forget the actor's name, tall, skinny, British dude, played um, played the Apple guy. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Played Steve Jobs in one of those Fast movies. Fastbender. Fastbender. Oh, so Fastbender Fast is an assassin, Bender. and it's directed by Fincher. I'm already oh, yeah, in. That, I'm so in. in, you know? Don't get me started with Fastbender. You ever see The Snowman? No. Was it about cocaine? <laughs> I wish it was. No. No, he was. He's a cop. It's so confusing. It's and bad. Oh, really? It's yeah. notoriously bad. It's really bad. One of those movies where I feel like he hasn't been anything in a while, so I'd watch that. Actually, that's a movie where they cut scenes and then it gets confusing yeah. the by the got end. Fucked up because yeah, they cut all exactly. these scenes, and then they didn't even film everything that they meant to film. Imagine going to the editing room and being like, "Boss, we're missing like a bunch of this movie. Make it work." And then yeah. going like, oh, I forgot to film yeah. five scenes. It's like, what? It'll be fine. Make it work. He slammed the door. Yeah. Michael Fassbender, you just the snowman. Meanwhile, it's like I forgot to edit to film these. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It, it's it's so bad you might even go back just for the, the la- snowman to yeah, laugh at it. it. It's a serial killer. It's like Norway or I'm something. I'm a sucker for a bad man. Norway. He's a detective. Everyone's dad. It should be good. Everyone's it's dad is dead. detective who like is solving a serial killer crime in Norway. It should be great. And everyone's dad is fucking over their kids. Every single character you meet has a fucked up dad. I'm surprised you even remember this. I've blocked a lot of this out. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I love how you've seen this movie but you haven't seen like Basic movies. <laughs> That's the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. say it all the time. I haven't seen The Godfather, but I've yeah, seen yeah. the uh, Lifetime version movie of the New York State jailbreak. The Snowman? Yeah, The dude. Snowman. Check it out. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a bad movie. It's on Netflix, too. Right on. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. Netflix got that one. Real 6% quick. on Rotten Tomatoes? It's bad, dude. And nice. it's, it's not bad in a fun way. It's bad in a way where it's like... You could tell this movie got fucked up in the making. Right, movie. right. And you could tell my fastbender is not happy about it. <laughs> he realizes halfway through filming that like this oh, is not going to come out right. It's got Rebecca Ferguson, who I love. Yeah, no, it's it should have been a good movie. It, there's a lot Chloe going Seven on. Days there's a this? lot going on. Yeah, man, it should. J.K. Simmons, I got won an Oscar. <laughs> I forgot J.K. Simmons was in that. I'm telling you, it's it's one of these movies. I mean, I, yeah, I remember all these details. Yeah. It was so supposed to be good that I kind of convinced myself it was until the real end of the movie. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> no. Like, I kept, like, plugging along, like, no, this is kind of him, you know? Basically, I was still, even at the end, still kind of thinking maybe an actual snowman was the killer. Like, mm-hmm. I thought maybe there was just going to be like an actual horror movie? CGI slasher snowman. I was wow. kind of hoping for it. TV channel sci-fi, I mean, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, baby. Uh, oh, plug the pod it. one more time. Just we so, did it, just so we could uh, get that in there somewhere. Oh, sorry. I yeah, was like, yeah. <laughs> like you're thinking about this killer snowman. Yeah, I was, well, like, uh, I, I, I was like, I can't wait to see this movie. Six I'd have to move to Ro- South America just to be safe. Rotten Tomatoes is kind of a tough hang. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll give it a go. I watched everything. Like, uh, 
I've seen Extraction 2 three times already. People tell me how good it is. Yeah. Summer is so fucking sick. That's crazy. <laughs> You're not the first person. Extraction 2. Everyone's saying that. Summer classics, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Terminator so 2. Yeah, we're doing sick. Terminator 2. This really, really hot high school student. She's like, wants to be a journalist. <laughs> 